0: Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. We hope this message empowers you to love life, love Jesus, love people, and dream more. You can connect with us at CityLifelancing.com. You belong here. Land of the opposites. One day it'll flip and everything will drop. And remember this we were saved by grace through faith. That's like my favorite ever. That's special. That's a secret. The Say Yes series, and to fan the flame of confidence in God's yes for you, but also that you can trust Him with your yes. That in so many times in our lifetime, in fact, I read a statistic by the time you reach adulthood, you would have heard 50,000 no's, but only 7,000 yeses. And it's no wonder that we have so much self critique and criticism and insecurity, shame and blame. And every single one of us comes in this place with uh, I envisioned we're driving a car and we come and we park we think we take up one spot but really we have this huge trailer behind us and taking up several spots and in fact I think this is even represented why there's a few patchy uh, spots of the seats here because not only are you taking up one seat but your life's probably taking up four seats (laughs) and it's okay because here's the point God wants to give you freedom to deal with all of you. You don't have to hide. You don't have to think you just take one spot today. You don't have to play church. There's no play church. Jesus wants to connect and here's how his yes is so said for us. I love in the Lord's Prayer it says, our Father in heaven, our, this is how this starts all the time, our Father will we enter in. In fact, uh, I don't want shame to even grab any bit of today. I want to come from a point of victory. It is finished celebration. That type of Okay, God won. I know what I've done this week and what i thought about on the way here. But if you entered in from victory, now, if you don't know Jesus, then, yeah, you you, you got to enter in through him. But if you know him, will you just remember what, he's did, what he did? He didn't just die for your sins yesterday. He died for your sins today and tomorrow. So there's freedom. And I really believe this. As you uh, marvel at his love for you, it then leads to obedience. You got to see a video there. Sounds good. A ministry that we've been a part of. We started in 2005. It has the DNA. Our mission statement was to build bridges between the youth and the local church. So our whole thing was we want to create connection points that people would grow as a family. Well, you can only imagine over time that it was obvious that we would become a local church because our heart was to see people connected into a family. And the best way we felt like we could do that is go local, local go gl- um, lower, just continue to love people one life at a time. And what we found is the message doesn't change, but the method has evolved. And just this week, we had an announcement. for us, that sounds good is coming into city life under the Love the City portfolio. And the reason for that is this. Our heart is deeper compelled to go younger and not just make music. Music is a tool. And let me explain. In a city, the success of a city is tied to the poverty rate or, or how wealthy a region is. And how wealthy a region is is tied to high school graduation rates. And high school graduation rates are tied to third grade reading level. So the best way you could impact a a, a region is invest in people at a younger age, and that's not just music. So what we've done with Love the City is, together as a team here, we're doing sports camp, We have school volunteering taking place all year round when the schools are open. We have uh, the Love the City Week. We have a truck we're buying. And then also now with Sounds Good coming in, we have music that we're going to be able to to invest in this region. We really believe local is global. So I just want to kind of bring that full circle because you might not even be aware of how deeply this is connected, how the Lord's been writing this because we can't hold on to yesterday's methods. And that's where we're going to go with this message today. Just because we said it yesterday Yesterday does not mean it's a yes for today or for tomorrow. I think some of us could be in a new season where maybe we're going to re-up and, and feel the freedom to re-up and recognize that as the enemy's evolving, even if you think about today with Fortnite, I heard one preacher say, Judas Smith, he was hilarious, he goes, man, kids are playing Fortnite nowadays, but back in my days at the nighttime, we made forts. You know? At night, we made forts. But in Fortnite... Virtual reality, movies, it's incorporating music. And how are we going to have a real impact? Are we going to really fight with virtual reality? No, we fight with love. And as we get those touch points at a younger age, I think we'll see more benefit long-term. But we're going to have to think outside of ourselves. In fact, I think Jesus knew this best because he said, hey, if you want to come into this family thing, receive it like a child. So sounds good, I just wanted to connect those dots for you to think of that as music's being added to, to our portfolio in a deeper way with a studio here and that will become official in 2019, but we just, we're doing it for a multiply play to be a part of a portfolio that is bigger than ourselves. Two things I'd like to make really clear today that saying yes to God is worth it and saying yes to people is worth it. Maybe you're tight with God, you're not tight with people. Maybe you say you're tight with people, but you're not tight with God. Maybe you say you're not tight with either. But I'd say the greatest yes we could ever say is those two things. I've titled this, How High, How Far, Lord? Like, when, when, is, when do I get to opt out? Have you ever heard of yes men? Just, what do you say? Just how high? Like, yes, sir. How high? How far? Yes, I'm in. When it comes to God, though, it's, a, it's kind of a timid, sheepish vibe. There's a relationship that's been so intriguing to me. It's Paul and Timothy. The way Apostle Paul leads and he cares about his spiritual son, Timothy. He literally refers to him as my child, my true child. But yet it wasn't his child. And the way Timothy responds to follow him is very, very challenging. And my prayer would be that we don't think it's reserved for them then. That it's absolutely for us now. That you could be challenged in a way. I know this is this is America. Let's get comfort. Uh, we'll be talking about this in a few weeks ahead. But initially, we didn't even have coffee in our church because we wanted to be so careful that if we just created a cozy environment, we're in trouble. Like Jesus died on the cross. You guys remember that? Right? He said, if you want to follow me, you have to die daily. It's like, oh, pastor, I know I'm already so tired. I feel like I'm dying daily. No. If we die daily in the Lord, there's freedom. So then coffee second, and we added coffee because we, well, probably because we like coffee so much, but, but we thought, man, we like Kool-Aid, too. Why can't we have Kool-Aid? Kool-Aid's a science. I used to mix the packets as a kid. I always, I'm into custom strategies. Still to this day, if I'm getting a fountain drink, I do the mixed version. Anybody else? Yeah, shout out. That's my real peoples. Yeah, Caleb, I like that. So how high, how far, Lord, we say yes. Do you remember this show, Fear Factor? right? All these people do these crazy things to try to win the show, and most people don't. Well, we had a fear factor version. Uh, What we did at lunch, I'm not proud of this. We would put all of our leftovers into a cup and pull out all the money in our pocket and see who was gullible enough that we would exploit at their their moment of weakness for the money, that we would laugh, and, and there would be this kind of... Is it worth it? They're this tug of war. And and so I'm not doing that for seven. Man, I'll do it for 10. And they just drink this concoction. And we're like, oh, you got to drink the whole thing or you're not getting all the money. We're like, ah, I was laughing. It's like, oh, teacher comes by. What are you guys doing? And at what point, though, is the fear of hiding with the Lord, at what cost is he worth us absolutely, like, jumping? That the fear doesn't cripple us that moment, that, that we actually do it. We don't watch somebody else's lie, but to know that Jesus Christ has a yes for you today. Not just for me on a microphone. This is a we thing, a we initiative, a we, 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 we. I want you to hear that. I want you to know. I want to get that deep in our souls today because that is the whole purpose of this series is that by the end of it, we'll make a compelling yes that you'll recognize you have a purpose and that you want to use it for the kingdom of God and that you might not be able to be as frequent as someone else, like our, some of our younger crowd, maybe they can be heavy lifters, but a single mom who's got four kids and working three jobs, she might not be able to be as present. Is it fair enough that she could still have freedom to maybe just pray behind the scenes, but she's still involved that she gets to hold the trophy up? Yeah, yeah, that's how it works, y'all. But you got to know the season you're in. And so we got to absolutely ask the Lord. And here's the crazy part about this. You can fake it to everybody else, but you can only ask God in your heart. I could fake it to you. Like, for real. I got good at lying as a kid. You can't lie to God. So I'm, I'm, I've been asking for him to do a, a deeper work in me and to, to think of what the cost is. we got to jump into this, but I think it's so funny. Rob G. and I used to do this. What would you let Mike Tyson, in his prime, punch you in your face for? <laughs> like, what would that be worth? And so I said a million for sure. Like, I'm in for a million all day. And Rob's like, I'm not in. I said, you're not in for a million? He goes, you could, like, you'll die, for sure, die. I said, you think? And uh, he goes, yeah, 100%. I said, 10 million then. I said, it's not 100%. I couldn't get him to commit to Mike Tyson punching him. I was in for a million, but after I heard him talk about it, I think I'm out, peer pressure, I'm, I'm out. Mike Tyson. Acts chapter 16, we're looking at a story of how Timothy joins Paul's team. And he gets asked to do something, and he does it willingly, and he does it quick, and he realizes the sacrifice is worth it, but he understands that the sacrifice does not reflect salvation. He's trying to get people saved. So we're picking up this story of how this team's put together, and I think it's really, really cool. Paul came also to Derby and to Lystra. A disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a Jewish woman who was a believer, but his father was a Greek. So here he is. He's kind of half in the community of the children of Israel. So he's not fully, the, the Jews would recognize that he doesn't hold the, the, the full cred. He doesn't have the full credibility, if you will. He was well spoken of by the brothers at Lystra and Iconium. And Paul wanted Timothy to accompany him. And he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in those places. For they all knew that his father was a Greek. And as they went on their way through the cities, they delivered to them for observance the decisions that had been reached by the apostles and the elders who were in Jerusalem. What decisions are they talking about? And wow, what a commitment to join a team. Okay. We asked for background checks. Fair. And if you got a criminal record, we actually still let you serve on the dream team. We just think it might be strategic to not let you serve certain places. I mean, that's just, that's wisdom, right? And, uh, all confidential. Our paperwork is, we have a digital copy. We make it easy. We live. We got you. Timothy, when he joins the team, he wants to be circumcised. Paul makes that part of maybe the the persuasion. Now, I get it. It would probably look more something like this with today, wouldn't it? Well, hey, Paul, I am Timothy, a disciple already. I don't need you. I've heard of your great elaborate works you've been doing. In fact, the Lord saved you. You were Saul. You oversaw the death of Stephen. But let me tell you, you need to read my bio as well. My mom's a believer. <laughs> She's a Jew. Dad's a Greek. Yep, it doesn't give me the most, but hey, I'm in with this gig. Fully submitted. But I need to know what's the conditions before I join your team because I'm already involved and I'm a game changer where I'm at. And I need to know how my gifts are going to be used before I enter this mission. We joke about it, but isn't that us? Come on, this is America. Give it to me quick. Give it to me now. <laughs> uh, I don't want it hard. It's only hard if, if you think it's you. It's you. But if you remember Jesus did it for you, you want more people to meet him. And so the decision that was made, we have to re- rewind the story. In Acts 15, what you realize is there's going to be a separation between the strategy and salvation. Now, some men came down from Judea and were teaching the brothers, unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. Now, they go on and debate. Paul and Barnabas stand up. And so what circumcision is is You you see there's a debate, maybe some of you that are familiar with this, especially if you homeschool, you definitely know about the health uh, pros and cons to circumcision. Like, that's just a fact. If you homeschool, you know that. I'm kidding. Sorry. I love love you homeschools. But uh, here's the thing. I could care less about the health debate. I do. Like, care in the natural, for sure. But when it comes to the supernatural, I care exponentially more, and here's why. Because circumcision was only created to separate God's people under the law in the Old Testament, the old covenant of how freedom existed, so that God's people would stand out in such a way that you would know in a second. But here now, when Jesus comes in, his sacrifice was perfect and permanent. Well, what do I got to do to add to it? Nope, nope, slow down, religious leader, Jerome. We own this website called youareapharisee.com because we all believe there's a Pharisee in every single one of us. We just got to find that spot. We all have these religious rules of what we want to see to, run, to, to, to have somebody kind of come play ball with us, if you will. But Jesus' sacrifice is it. I mean, it's over. And so, what goes on is the decisions that are made. They come up with a few guides, one of which is don't eat food, sacrifice to idols. And the people hear that circumcision is not included for how I could be tight with God. And they just rejoice. They're like, yeah, oh, yes. Gentiles, we're in, we're fully included. Now, this is challenging. Can you imagine for thousands of years that the Gentiles are separate? Even this word Gentile is not in the Greek or Hebrew. The word people or nations, that's how it would be translated. So think of different types of people, not just Gentile. I mean, Gentile, I think that word gets lost in our translation today. Think people that are different than you, a nation that speaks different language. In the prejudices that come with just seeing those Instagram posts. Oh, they don't speak English. There's, there's kind of this arrogance that we carry even subconsciously if we aren't careful. But in humility, what happens is, as we look to Jesus, we say, man, he's now included other people. I'm getting in, I'm celebrating, I'm saved. I want more people to get saved. This is the mindset of Timothy. He's recognizing I don't have to, I get to. I'm gonna use a strategy because Paul recognizes if we're gonna go reach these certain people, the Jews, and we're gonna tell them about the good news that it extends to all people groups now, that now we're gonna to have to become like them. We're gonna to have to strategize because we want to get it, get it, remove barriers that would get in the way of them saying yes. So, how far? How high, Lord? Yes. Come on. How high, how far? Lord, yes. And here's Timothy. He joins the team instantly in such a powerful way. In fact, in Acts 15, 28, it says, For it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay no greater burden than these requirements. And as they created this guide to not have people be circumcised, I love that it was done with the guidance of the Holy Spirit and with their own wisdom. You know, God wants to work with you. I got a text this morning. He said, I'm so proud of what City Life is doing. I saw, I saw part of the Sounds Good unveiling. God's not working through you like a robot. He's working with you. And I paused and I've just been marinating on that this morning. God's working with me? Yeah, he, he, he absolutely, there's a, there's a great mystery that he sees your thoughts and knows what you're thinking about. And there's a, there's a deep intimacy connected. He's working with you. So it's not something we have to be afraid of or even forced to, but there's a gentle uh, place of surrender that takes place. It's not guns ablaze, like, put your hands up. I'm here in the name of the Lord. Can't it seem like that sometimes? Repent now or you're going to hell. You know, I'm sure this guy's a great guy, but we were at the Lugnuts game one time. They got the signs. They got the megaphone. And he starts asking me about a topic. He's like, How about you? do you believe in this? <laughs> and I just didn't answer. He goes, well, if you're silent on it, and it was, it was uh, it was uh, sexual preference. And, I, and he goes, if you're silent on it, you're going to hell. I was like, whoa, like one, I don't really think this is the environment, but I'm at the baseball game, bro. And I uh, said, so we're in, and we got a little closer. said, what's your name? Say, oh, we're in ministry, we love Jesus. Well, you ain't in ministry if not you doing it like this. I'm like, oh, man. I, and here, I'm so, like, I think the Lord's portfolio is so wide that that strategy might be included in there. But I also recognize that I did not have to do it that way to be included as well. There was freedom. Uh, and I, again, so wide. I think it's in the 1% that that was a good strategy. But hey, 1% still possible, right? No, for real. And I don't think that they – Apple has a strategy that they assume the best of why somebody's acting a certain way. This is why they make you feel so good in the customer care. If you've ever owned an Apple product, you might have some issues with them. Any business going to have issues. But for the majority part, their customer service is excellent. It is far superior than most places, period, far superior, and, in fact, if you come there with kids, they recognize that. They type it on their little device, and they send a a, a, a text to the person in the back. There's like, yo, there's kids, and there's a guy wearing a, a hoodie. And, by the way, bring him an iPad with games and fun time. And then they, oh, hey, here, would you like to use an iPad while your kids wait? Whoa. Well, their strategy, though, is this. They assume that there's a reason the person's acting that way. I really think we'll get really far, even with somebody on a megaphone, if we assume there's a reason they're acting that way. There's a crazy way to sign up today, and I want to give us six things that will help us say yes. Number one is this. It is bigger than us. This kills the me monster. It is bigger than us than us. There was this behind the scenes Star Wars for episode seven. I don't know if they're Star Wars fans. This illustration still gets us to the end zone. Okay. So don't, and you maybe not football, so you can't get to the end zone with me. This gets us to the bullseye. Maybe you're not into, you know, target practice. This still gets us in the water. Maybe you hate water. This get, you get the point now? I want you to lean in. i wept like a baby watching the behind-the-scenes, not the film with J.J. Abrams, the behind-the-scenes. And I wept because there was a person talking about making costumes for a few years, and they said something to the extent of, I'm not even sure if my costumes are going to be used in the movie, but I'm just so excited to be a part. In any way I can contribute to this legendary historical moment, and then when they showed the premiere, everybody was high and crying. And I started weeping. I was thinking, ah, oh, behind the scenes, there's people that get paid way less than the actors, way less than the producers, that make a costume that they don't even know if will be used, all under the banner that they will be a part of something historical and bigger than themselves. And I thought, wow, there's people who pray for us to be where we're at, and they could be a part of the scenes. And I said, may Star Wars never lap us into loving people or a cause. May we be high-fiving in such a way that we're part of God's movie. You know, Christopher's mom, Christopher plays piano here. Her mom was in the ten o- His mom was in the 10 o'clock service. And I sat up next to her. She's, by his quote, this is not mine, she's my oldest Instagram follower. <laughs> she's 90. <laughs> and she goes, we're Instagram buddies. And she's the cutest thing in the world. And I sat next to her, and she was thanking me that all these young people are coming. And what she doesn't realize, and I hope she does, and I honored her in the first service, was, no, we need her to come, too. Because I'm not young, y'all. I'll be 39 next summer. The problem is the church has just waited for the young people to come so long, but I just think we need to just go touch them and talk to them. But it actually takes us together. And I started weeping while I was sitting next to her because I realized we stand on her shoulders. It's prayer behind the scenes from women like that for generations that even makes it possible to do what we do. And, and we're probably tasting fruit that she's helped cultivate. What? And I felt this holy reverence. It's bigger than us. And so that's why it takes us all. Maybe you're in a different season where as a parent, you're in a season where you're gonna get behind your children. Or as a grandparent, you're gonna get behind in prayer. But, but it really is all of us collectively in the body of Christ. So don't be deceived that there's a model today there's a model that we have, but it will evolve. We have a Sunday morning experience. We believe in groups like crazy because it's a form of intimate community in some capacity. And then lastly, we're all about people being a part of the dream team and loving the city because you'll belong and you'll be known and you're needed, and, uh, which leads me to number two, which is we got you. Wait, I gotta pull that. Let me pull that uh, LeBron picture up real quick. So look at this. Uh, before LeBron left, he was sixty-one and twenty-one. After LeBron left, his Cavs were nineteen and sixty-three. The Bulls' record before and after Jordan left was fifty-seven and twenty-five, and then after was fifty-five and twenty-seven. Don't tell me Jordan didn't have help. And I love this illustration because it proves a point. There is no Jordans in the body of Christ. There's only great teams. For, for real, like period. What made the Bulls successful? It had to have been the team. It had to be. Now, Jordan was for sure, I, I believe, the greatest of all time. Okay, fine. Pistol Pete. But either way, we're, we're, we're doing this thing. We're in. We can do the debate. But in the body of Christ, there is no Jordans. It's, it's, it's all we share in, in these elaborate gifts. We're, we're, we're on the winning team. So to, to just kind of put that in you today. Number two would be this. We got you. Number two, we got you. This is a, a heartbeat more than it is information. We can't train you with technique of we got you. It is, a, it is a burden and a responsibility to remove away barriers to love people, to love people deeply. There's barriers that people have, and and I'm okay to just wear the costume. I'm gonna put it like that this morning. I'll wear the costume. Doesn't matter how they look at me, I'll wear the costume. Because it's not what they think. It's about who I'm trying to use the costume for. See now a costume could be looked at and who are we trying to fake? Who no. What if you were trying to reach kids? Wouldn't it be cool to dress up as Batman? It'd be it'd be really beautiful. If you're trying to go back in Kid City, it'd be so fun to sing loud songs right there. And this is why I'm not in Kid City. It's it's harder for me like this, not my gift. But at some point, can we just kind of check our pride at the door? Check our preferences at the door? I mean, this is what Timothy's doing. This is why he's getting circumcised, because he wants to go reach people. He wants to go love people. And I'm going to skip to 1 Corinthians. Paul says it this way in chapter 9. He says, for though I am free, we need to know this, there is no pressure. I've made myself a servant to all, that I might win more of them. To the Jews, I became a Jew in order to win Jews. And to those under the law, I became as one under the law. Though not being myself under the law, I might win those under the law. To those outside the law, I became as one outside the law, that I might win those outside the law. To the weak, I became weak. I have become all things to all people, that by any means I might save some. And I do it all for the sake of the gospel that I might share with him in its blessings the message puts that I might I wanted to be in on it check this like I wanted to be in on it I wanted to be I wanted to share in the deal of what God was doing I know I'm saved I know I'm free but I wanted to be in on God converting all different types of people I wanted to rip down barriers I didn't care what I liked more than what Christ liked I wanted to be close to people and how this gets really hard is the barriers we've already created in our current spheres. Job, people we hate, I get it. It's difficult. We got you. Rip down barriers. It's the heartbeat of heaven. In our home, relationships, it gets, so, it gets difficult. When you spend time with somebody for a long time, what? A re- I mean, it's just good old-fashioned human resource division. It's difficult. When somebody comes to me and says, oh, relationships, having tough times, I'm like, Duh. People have asked Crystal and I, have you guys ever fought? I'm like, are you okay? Are you you sane? Like, one, for sure we're not putting off that, but that's insane. Like, literally, that's clinically insane. Like, I would, you should have, you should have had me tested or something. Um. I should be levitating right now. Like, that's virtually impossible. And what they meant was compliment what they see in us. But the truth is, there's been tons of times when we've had to develop. And, and who's going to go lower? Who's going to say, we got you first? That mindset to sacrifice for the sake to win. Number three, get over ourselves. We have to. Get over ourselves. There's this bug in our culture where if I keep my independence that I'm free, but freedom doesn't come from me dividing on my likes or interests. Freedom only comes when my soul's free based upon my sin being washed away. And then when I'm free, it doesn't even matter who I work for, if I'm well-fed or not, if I have a lot or I don't. And this is a very, very tough message, but it's the advance. It's probably normative, truthfully. That I lose my life, and then when I lose my life, I find it. So when I I lose ourselves, I don't lose myself. I I don't. We gain something. We kill that me pride. We kill it. Paul writes in Corinthians as well, I do not write these things to make you feel ashamed, but to admonish you as beloved children. For though you have countless guides in Christ, you do not have many fathers. I've been feeling a strong season of walking into fathering people. And obviously, I'm, I'm a dad. But the difference of kind of a guide, of resources. But fathering takes on a deeper responsibility, and they have a different voice. For I became your father in Christ Jesus through the gospel. I urge you then, be imitators of me. That is why I sent you Timothy. (laughs) He's like, I can trust him. Trust me. He got circumcised for me. (laughs) Like, this dude is trustworthy. (laughs) A lot of times we want the shine, but we don't want any part of the grind. Like None of it. Right? I want, I want the victory, but I can't follow. I want to lead, but I can't follow. There is such a mirage on leading. It means you're dying to self at the highest level if you're really leading in Jesus. Yeah. I remember when they told me that at, when we were going to plant the church, they said, it doesn't matter what you've done and sounds good. That grace won't take you where you need to go. We're going to lay hands on you right now. And I'm, I'm like, oh man, they were right. When yesterday, it was the anniversary of one of my friends that uh, took his life, and in the, in the first month and a half, we had to do a funeral for one of my best friends, our locker's right next to each other. And then it was just a, a two months into um, the church plant, and we had a six-year-old girl visit the church who died of a rare disease, and their family became really close, and that was just in the first two months. Rap, uh, like, let's be honest, rap concerts don't get you prepared for hospital visits. But Jesus does. And I didn't even have to have the answers, I just showed up. Because he's got them. And just being present does so much because I get we have to get over ourselves. And number four, when we follow, we lead. Even a number one is a number two. Because true authority is submitted authority. Period. We have an internship coming up in January that I would love to see some people go all in with. It's gonna be a couple days a week and the weekends, and I recognize not everyone would be able to. We're actually only gonna take Uh, five to 15 people, but still you might be even a part of your own internship in your mind where you're all in for something, really letting the Lord, spending time with him to really ask him what he has for you with the Holy Spirit. Paul says, "I, I hope that the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon so that I might too be cheered by the news of you. For I have no one like him who will be genuinely concerned for your welfare. I want this to be said of me. For they all seek their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. Think of this. Our own interests may be at war with the interests of Jesus, and the only way we'll really know that is if we lay our life before the Lord. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I want to show a video here of uh, Sounds Good, us coming in. I just want to show you how it's way bigger. And, and, and how even what the story God's writing is going to involve, hopefully, some people here. I don't know what God's going to do in us in 2019 and 2020, and 2020 and beyond, but we're dreaming really big. We are. And we're hopefully leveling up because we're not making just what we want to do. We're, we're trying to ask the Lord what he wants to do because the message won't change, but the methods are. Even how we incorporate music to think, does it translate to Jolly Waverley? Does it translate to Gardner? Does it translate to our homes? And is the worship going to be able to be something you can listen to? Because this is a wave, and you got to be on it to feel it. It's not something that can just be experienced from a distance. So you being here today is huge. Props, like you, you just you're here, you're close. God does something special. Check out this brief clip. Where where we're going is this? There's synergy. Uh, for Sounds Good with City Life, and we've decided that we want to put Sounds Good in City Life to streamline. We want to, in fact, I'm just going to go to a couple clips right now of how even music is being used in City Life, so you can see that this is bigger, the portfolio's bigger. We're putting Sounds Good under Love the City, and Love the City, what that has is, it has the Love the City Week. It's going to have the Love the City Truck. It has sports camp that we do. It's, we're invested in the school's tutoring. And now, just adding Sounds Good to that gives us an even wider ability to love people one life at a time. Here's a couple clips from Rob doing a song called Diff that we partnered up with Sounds Good. And it's a series we did at the church to just kind of talk about being different. And then also a song called Love the City. That we partnered up in the studio, shot a music video, right in one of the outreach spots for the Love the City week. <sighs> Turned out great. Check it out. All people one life at a time Hear what I'm saying So real when I'm running Love the city One life at a time love the city. All right That's it, y'all <laughs> oh, Watch your whip, whip Nay, nay Hey, watch no? your whip, whip <laughs> <laughs> Watch it, nay, nay yeah. You know what's fun about Yeah, yeah, what's up? Um, what well we got Sounds Good that's going to be coming into City Life as well next year. Just continue to weaponize what the Lord wants to do, constantly evolving and, and switching our methods. But the message is staying the same, and it's always Jesus. I find it ironic when a lot of times I've heard this statement. Man, I don't really, I, I, I don't like hip-hop, but I like you guys. And I just wonder if we understand the weight of that statement. Because we realize hip-hop is the number one genre in the world, right? So there's a whole bunch of people for when I became, because I, I wanted to reach the Jews and then I became Greek, you know, I wanted to, when I became weak and so I became hip-hop because I wanted to reach hip-hop. I hope I'm not even married to hip-hop. That might be an era that I like, but I'm telling you, I, I'm not, I'm not married to it. I love seeing those kids sing. That that, that translates. Music should constantly change. We need to be writing and thinking forward and willing to make a tough decision and, and know that. It's going to be risky, but it's so safe to be letting the Lord have all of us to say yes. Number five, there's some on and off ramps to God's pace of grace. In November, I want to challenge us as a community here to say no. November. Say no to everything that's not God for you. No. No, I'm not doing it. Nope. I'm not apologizing for... Nope, I don't need to tell you more. Nope, not going. Nope, nope. So that we could be freed up to say the loudest yes of our life with God and people. And as a leadership team, we're going to try to uh, give you clear, I guess, ways that you could be involved in that. But there's freedom upon freedom. For some, they're just going to sit out for a year. Cool. Have fun. We love you. Come every Sunday. Others, it's like, nah, yeah, I've been feeling the tug. I need to get back in. Cool. Where are we at? Only you know. So there's some on-ramps in our life. You know, you're getting onto the highway. You got to speed up. But there's some off-ramps where you slow down. We're saying no to some things in November so that we can say a louder, we got you. We're getting ready for the retreat. We're thinking 2019. And the reason we're thinking 2019 right now is because when we enter January, we don't want it to be like, oh, uh, we're gonna get some New Year's resolutions. March is coming. We want to enter it in a way, Whoo, I'm here, I'm ready, Lord. Okay, circumcision, bummer. I thought it was just background check, but I'm in. But Timothy was willing to go in. Oh, the heart of Timothy, let it just fill this room the heart of Scottie Pippen let it fill this room Jordan gets way too much hype Steve Kerr who hit the shot Craig Hodges who hits the shot there's so many different moments behind the scenes of God's dream team that everybody plays everybody gets to be involved it is so beautiful so the last thing I would say is kill the mirage of now this idea I need to get paid now I need to see results now I, I can only think about Christopher's mom Here she was crying, talking about what she's seen because she's been dreaming beyond her now. Thank God for women like that. So as we close, I would ask the question, how high, how far, Lord? Yes, because we were made to love. We were made to give up it all, push past the fear factor that's crippling us, the shame, all the extra seats that we brought in today okay say God I was playing church but you can have this one you can have that next one I'm not sure what it means I have to go home and act a little differently to people I don't want to act differently to but I'm going to love that co-worker I'm going low I see it because I'm going to come out of hiding I'm going to come out of hiding I'm going to come out of hiding Um, I forgot about this but I didn't share it at the first service but I forgot that that phrase was for me a week ago I was we, we went through a really awesome season, home run season. I was just tired. Like genuinely I didn't want to do anything other than eat and rest. But not the world doesn't stop when you stop. Everybody knows that. So if somebody goes through something, you're gonna get a text, you're gonna care. But I just checked off the grid for three days and I felt like I was still tired. And my team cares, so they were, oh, how was retreat? Oh amazing. But, but it wasn't a retreat that I was going to plan. It was actually just a retreat to rest. God just said, Receive, bro. Like, what are you doing? You need, like, stop. Be at the pace of grace. I'm like, Awesome. I watched basketball. I had a great time. But I got back into the speed of the week. And on a Friday, I was getting ready to um, kind of start working on the weekend, the sermon prep. But I wanted to go to a Starbucks and hide. So I went to the Breslin Center one and I saw the Athletes in Action director, Phil Gillespie there. And and yeah, yeah, whoop, whoop. Um, I saw him there and it was amazing. He's a great leader. Give him a hug. I meet a, uh, a Michigan State athlete I'm like okay yeah I'm just kind of here I'm so tired I go outside because I'm gonna get ready to leave I see Noel Heineken's son from Riverview he comes out he gives me a hug and then I see Richard the associate pastor from Element he's like Jerome and I'm like yo, whoa I'm just trying to get my van and hide so then I get in my van I go drive to Starbucks and uh, on the south side this time. and But I, I didn't have the courage to get go inside this time because I figured I might see somebody and I just wanted to hide. And I hadn't figured it out yet what God was doing. And I think this is for some of us today. Is I went through the drive-through this time. I ordered a drink because I was finally to the point where I'm going to go work in my home office and go there and hide and spend time with God. And then I see Pastor Coy Bauer, uh, Boyer oh, from uh, Kingdom Life. Yeah, what's up? I see him from Kingdom Life. And he's through the, we're, we're talking, I'm like, Pastor Coy. He's like, Pastor Jerome. I'm like, oh, we're doing an event next weekend together. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I got nothing in me. I'm so tired. He's like, okay, cool. He's like, well, you're in the right place. You're getting Starbucks. I'm like, no, no, no. Starbucks can't do it. And so finally, I take my Starbucks I pull over and I say, God, why am I seeing everybody? And he goes, you are not a leader that will ever be able to be able the person that will hide. You will never hide. You always need to be seen. And I was like, I start crying like a baby. I was like, you're right, God. Why? Because it's not my power it's his power working in me and it's okay to be seen even when I'm weak it's okay to be seen even when I want to hide so come on out of hiding today because you really were made to love how far how high yes Lord the last verse of after Timothy got circumcised they went out and shared their message mission here's what happened the churches were strengthened in faith and they increased in their number daily it's beautiful when we sacrifice as a strategy for people to meet the Lord. Jesus, as we close in worship, we're made to love. I pray in this place that there will be almost like a reset button, a reset button for freedom, that uh, freedom for our team, when we've been weary, freedom when we want to go hide, uh, when we don't want to be seen, we don't think we're good enough, that your yes is always good enough because we are made to love. We thank you, Jesus. Thanks for listening to the City Life Lansing podcast. Loving you and loving the city one life at a time. For more information, messages, and to partner financially, go to citylifelansing.com. You belong here.